Tonight's broadcast is sponsored by Audible, the world's largest audio and spoken word entertainment company. Let me ask you, Spooks and Spookettes, who loves audiobooks? Well, your count does. How about podcasts or theatrical performances? I mean, that, that goes without saying. Audible allows you to listen to your favorite novels as well as other forms of spoken word entertainment and podcasts, theatrical performances, and Audible originals that you cannot get anywhere else. Go to audible.com slash drahoon today to sign up and get your first credit absolutely free. Again, that's audible.com slash drahoon. Tonight's guest stars, Will Lasley, C.J. Walton, Ryan Pirro, Travis Holmes, Gregory Lanham, Alex Maynard, and Drew Hines. And your host, the only vampire who met Napoleon and the Duke of Wellington in the same day, Count Drahoon! Good evening, spooks and spookettes. Count Drahoon here, and it is time for my feature of fright. This evening we begin quite a journey, a special treat for you classic horror fans. Tonight begins our two-part radio theater production of William Castle's classic horror film, House on Haunted Hill. So as you can imagine, there have been some liberties taken to our production. A slight adjustment of the script, which includes the addition of a few narrative cues and dialogue to further tell the tale. But also... Each member of the Merry Mob of Mayhem will portray his or her character in the voice of their best celebrity impression, with the exception of young Will Lasley, who will portray Frederick Lauren just as he was portrayed in the 1959 film version. To make things a little more interesting, we are having a little guessing game. If you can guess all of the celebrity impressions correctly, you will win a free Count Rahoon scare package filled with our merch. Just email us at countrahoon at gmail.com with your answers, and the fifth correct answer message will be drawn and announced next month. Now, before we begin, we have to tend to the castle-keeping notes. If you like Count Rahoon's feature of fright, consider becoming a patron through our Patreon. Join the ranks of the undead, along with Yancey Pearson, Morgan Mitchell, Rhonda Gentry... Lucas Lanius, Nicole Johnson, Courtney O'Halloran, Tyler Laney, Brian Veerling, and Stephen Duke. Become a $10 patron this month for a chance to watch our episodes early, in addition to getting your own t-shirt. Of course, tonight's show would not be possible without our sponsor. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This here's the Grim Reaper. I want to invite you to join us on Tennessee Macabre as we stream some of the grooviest, funkiest, most psychotronic movies you've ever watched in your life. You can find us on our channel at YouTube. 
Or you can go to the MarionCountyMessenger.com on Facebook on Saturday night at 10 p.m. Central Time, 11 Eastern, and you can stream the movie of the week. Join us. We'll be looking for you. And if you don't come, we'll find you. And now that that is out of the way, let us get into the heart of the matter. And hopefully you won't feel the need to drive a stake through it. Without further ado, it is my honor to present to you an American horror classic. The film that made Vincent Price a patron saint of horror, and the film that made William Castle a master of the genre. Here is House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> The ghosts are moving tonight, restless, hungry. May I introduce myself, Watson Pritchard. In a moment, I'll show you the only real haunted house in the world. Since it was built a century ago, seven people, including my brother, have been murdered in it. Since then, I've owned the house. I've only spent one night there. When they found me, I was almost dead. I'm Frederick Loring, and I've rented this house on Haunted Hill so my wife can give a party. A haunted house party. <laughs> She's so amusing. There'll be food, and drinks, and ghosts. Perhaps even a few murders. If any of you spend the next 12 hours in this house, I'll give you each $10,000 or your next of kin, in case you don't survive. Ah, here come our guests. It was my wife's idea to have our guests come in funeral cars. Her sense of humor is, shall we say, original. I dreamed up the hearse. It's empty now, but after a night in the house on Haunted Hill, who knows? Here is Lance Schroeder, a test pilot. So no doubt a brave man, but don't you think you can be much braver if you're paid for it? And I happen to know that Lance needs the $10,000 I'll give him if he's brave enough to stay all night. Next is Ruth Bridgers. You've no doubt read her column in the newspapers. She says her reason for coming to the party is to write a feature article on ghosts. She also is desperate for money. Gambles. You've already met Watson Pritchard, a man living in mortal fear of a house and yet is risking his life to spend another night here. I wonder why. He says for money. This is Dr. David Trent, a psychiatrist. See what I mean? He claims that my ghosts will help his work on hysteria. But don't you see a little touch of greed there, around the mouth and eyes? And here is Nora Manning. I picked her from the thousands of people who work for me because she needed the $10,000 more than most. Supports her whole family. Isn't she pretty? The party's starting now and you have until midnight to find the house on Haunted Hill. 
After that, you won't be able to join us. So hurry. <laughs> so, uh, are we all strangers to each other? Uh, I'm afraid I don't even know your name. I'm Nora Manning. Lance Schroeder. Is, uh, is Frederick Lauren a friend of yours? I've heard about him, but I've never seen him. I work for one of his companies, but I've never seen him. Hmm. I've never met the man either. Just a phone call. And you? No. Well then. Uh, so you're the only one out of all of us who uh, knows him. I don't know him. All the details about renting the house were done by mail. He's quite wealthy, isn't he? Oh yes, millions. And uh, five wives, I believe. Four, I think, so far. A $50,000 party for only five people is a little steep. Even for a millionaire, I'd say. Well, if I was going to haunt a house, this would be the place I'd do it in. <gasps> Who closed that door? This thing is made out of solid steel. Our guests are here, Annabelle. Unfortunately, still alive. Your face on yet, dear? Look at this dust and dirt everywhere. And the water barely trickles. Couldn't you have done... Couldn't you have had the place cleaned? Atmosphere, darling. You know how ghosts are. Never tidy up. That's a very fetching outfit, darling, but hardly suitable for a party. I'm not going to a party. This spend-the-night ghost party was your idea, remember? Since it's costing me $50,000, I want you to have fun. It was my party until you stepped in and invited all the guests. Why these total strangers? Why not our friends? Friends? Have we got friends? No. But jealousy made sure that. I had a reason for inviting each of our guests. I wanted a cross-section from a psychiatrist to a typist, drunk to pilot. They share one thing. They all need money. Now let's see if they're brave enough to earn it. And you call this a party? Could be. Why do you always do that? It spoils the champagne. Maybe it'll explode. They never do. Will you guarantee that? This isn't funny, Frederick. Make a good headline. Playboy kills wife with champagne cork. Join me? No, thank you. Just a sip. Might improve your humor. My humor is fine, thanks. And I have not poisoned it. That's always good to know. Here, have some. You'll enjoy the party more. Your trust is so touching. And I'm not going to your party. Of all my wives, you are the least agreeable. I don't feel alive. Would you go away for a million dollars, tax-free? You want it all, don't you? I deserve it all. Your jealousy isn't tax-free and your possessiveness is maddening. <laughs> if every man had grounds for divorce. But you can't prove them. The time will come. You'll slip up one of these days. <laughs> you think so? If I live long enough. Remember the fun we had when you poisoned me? Something you ate, the doctor said. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, arsenic on the rocks. Annabelle, you'd try again if you thought you could get away with it. Darling, darling, what makes you think that? Something about you. Hanging is uncomfortable, I hear, in case you have any more ideas. Darling, the only ghoul in this house is you. And don't sit up all night thinking of ways to get rid of me. Makes wrinkles. And this, this here, is what she used on my brother and her sister. Hacked them all to pieces. We found parts of them all over the house in places you wouldn't think to look. But the funny thing is, the heads have never been found. Hands and feet and things like that, but not the heads. The wife, probably in a rage, threatened her husband with a knife and then, carried away by some bit of hysteria, took a swing at him and simply went on from there. She certainly went on. How many people did she kill, Mr. Pritchard? Only two. A husband and her sister. No one else was here. So there are two loose heads drifting around in here somewhere? You can hear them at night. They whisper to each other and then they cry. Yeah, so, um, since our host isn't here, would anybody care to mix me a drink? Absolutely. What'll you have? Good evening. I'm your host, Frederick Lauren. Since we're all strangers to each other, let's get acquainted with a drink. Mr. Lauren, I advise you to call off this party now. The ghosts are already moving. That's a bad sign. Let me apologize for my wife. She'll join us later. What'll you have? Oh, finally. Scotch hand, please. Doctor? I'll have his same. Now, before the party begins, let's go over the details. The caretakers will leave at midnight, locking us in until they come back in the morning. Once the door is locked, there's no way out. The windows have bars a jail would be proud of, and the only door to the outside locks like a vault. There's no electricity, no phone, no one within miles, so no way to signal for help. I'm interested in your reasons for this, uh, party, aside from the pleasant company. Ghosts, Doctor. I think everyone wonders what they'd do if they saw a ghost. And now my wife has given us all the opportunity to find out. Amusing. Ghosts, etc. Being only creations of hysteria, your party should be a guaranteed success. Pritchard here guarantees ghosts. Seven now. Maybe more before morning. That's cheerful. Four men have been murdered in this house, and three women. Well, it looks like you planned your party very well, Mr. Lauren. Four of us are men, three are women. Looks like there's a ghost for everyone. Pritchard, you s uh, why don't you take us on a tour of the house and let's see what happens. See those stains? Blood! A young girl was killed here, and whatever got her wasn't human. Hey, don't stand there! What, what do you mean? Where, where? It's too late. They've marked you. Ridiculous. The roof probably leaks. Uh, yeah, that must be what it is. I mean, who'd want to haunt me? I just hope to God it doesn't come back. 
Mr. Pritchard, you are the life of the party. Oh, he hasn't started yet. Wasn't there a man who put his wife in a wine vat or something? Oh, that was down in the cellar. There's been a murder in almost every room in this house. All this belonged to a Mr. Norton, who didn't die here. He was electrocuted later. Mr. Norton did a good deal of experimenting with wine, but his wife didn't think it was any good, so Mr. Norton filled the vat with acid and threw her in. She was supposed to stay down, but the bones came up. Funny thing, none of the murders here were just ordinary. Just shooting or stabbing. They've all been sort of wild and violent. Different. Be careful! Thank God you didn't fall in. You mean there's still acid in there? It destroys everything with flesh and hair. Just leaves the bones. Sure is dry and dusty down here. Well, there's a cure for that upstairs. Come on. How do you get invited to this party? I mean, what did he tell you? Mr. Lauren said everybody would get $10,000. But nothing about being locked in. On the phone, he just made a deal. But nothing about having to stay. Aren't you going to stay? And lose that 10000 I'm going to stay too. $10,000. You believe in ghosts? I don't know. I agree with that dog. You can spook yourself. I've done it in starships. I mean planes. Seeing things that weren't there. Or... Were they? What are you going to do with the $10,000 if you get it? What do you mean, if I get it? Won't he pay us if we stay? Oh, sure he will. 10000 is no more to him than a nickel is to us. We were in an automobile accident. And now, I'm the only one in the family who can earn any money. I never saw so many doors. Closet and bottles. Lance! Lance! Oh no! A ghost! Ah! Lance! Gone! And there's a ghost! Say what I mean? Come on! Come on! Lance was gone. Uh, where'd he go? I didn't think they would do it so soon. It's locked! We'll have to break it down! Lance, are you all right? N nothing money won't cure. Must have bumped my head. The only way you could have bumped your head in here is to run head on into the wall. You didn't do that now, did you? Let's put a bandage on it. Come along. I wonder why they didn't kill him. Oh. He didn't bump his head. They hit him. They? What are you talking about? Nora, when you came in, you said something about a ghost. There was something. 
What did it look like? It was wearing a black thing that went all the way down to the floor. Weren't you a little frightened at the time? Well, yes. Well, you see, that, Mr. Lauren, is hysteria. How do you explain what happened to Lance? Was that hysteria too, Doctor? There you go, Lance. Better get that checked out. Meet me in the hall. The ghosts are coming closer, Mr. Lauren. You believe in your pet ghosts, don't you, Pritchard? Before the night's over with, you will too. Would you like a drink, Lance? No, thanks very much. I'd like one. Scotch in, please. So, uh, Mr. Lauren, are you really going to pay anyone who stays all night? Of course, 10,000. And will there be much red tape, uh, much delay? In a hurry, dear? Frankly, yes. Or frantic. There you are, my dear. Somebody or something was here when I came in. Where? And if the door was locked, how did they get out? What you saw might have been a ghost, Nora, but what was in here with me was no ghost. I don't know. I was so scared. Hmm. Three, six, nine, twelve. Twelve feet. Six. I'm going to knock on the wall, and when you hear me, you knock on this wall. Uh, a little lower. Where did it come from? But if it ran out of here, I'd have seen it. It doesn't run. It floats. But why didn't I see it? You don't believe me? How can I? <laughs> I'm on the ball, Lauren. I'm sorry I frightened you. You must be Miss Manning. I realize this is the most dull party. Come on. You need to freshen up. This is your room. Pressing, isn't it? I doubt if I spend much time here. It's going to rain. Perfect atmosphere for my husband's party. Why did you come here? He said he would give me $10,000. Mm. Well, why did he pick you? I don't know. My supervisor just came and told me that I'd been invited. How long have you known my husband? I just met him tonight. So... So why you? I mean, what are you doing wandering around by yourself? Well, I was in the cellar with Lance, Mr. Schroeder, and I left. That, that's all. Don't do it again. Don't go anywhere in this house by yourself. Now fix your face. I'll come back for you in a minute. But... You're in danger. Okay, we all are. But who? I hope for your sake you never have to find out. Oh, hello. I'm Annabelle Lauren. Were you looking for something? Well, not exactly. You're not the doctor. 
No, I'm Lance Schroeder. The pilot? You've hurt yourself? Just bumped my head. Which one is my room? Uh, I think this one is. Thank you, Ms. Lauren. Annabelle, Lance. You were with that young girl in the cellar. Why was she crying? Was she? And you don't look like the type to bump your head. So what really happened, Lance? I don't know. Nora thought she saw a ghost, but I didn't see anything. And you... She was just frightened, man. And mad at me, I guess. I kidded her about it. Well, I wouldn't joke about anything else that happens here tonight. Are you taking all of this seriously? Aren't you? I'd like to find out what hit me. If I need help, can I count on you? Why, sure, I guess so. Look, what's going on here? I mean, what's this party bit? There is no party. Okay, he's planning something. Your husband? I wish I knew what it was. It must be something big to lay out 50000 That money doesn't mean anything. But he's got a reason for getting us all up into this dreadful house. What for? We don't even know him. Perhaps that's why exactly you're here. But what can he get away with? He thinks big money, he, can, he thinks with his big money he can get away with anything. Of course that I'm his fourth wife. His first wife simply disappeared. The other two... Look, I don't want to join them, Lance. You mean he? His doctor said they died of heart attacks. Two girls in their 20s. What can he do? Lance, my husband is sometimes insane with jealousy. Nothing matters to him, not even human life, so be careful. Would he hurt you? He would kill me if he could. You're missing all the fun. Nora Manning almost got killed by a falling chandelier and the pilot bashed his head in. Is he badly hurt? The Saturnine psychiatrist bandaged him up. Don't you want to go and console him as you do most men in your fashion? You're so clever, Frederick. I lie awake at night wondering why I married you. Rather a mistake. You didn't marry me, dear. I married you. Unpleasant, but no mistake. Hurry up. For the last time, I'm not going to your party. And for the last time, it's your party, not mine. And you are going. I am not. Ready, dear? No! Ready, dear? Yes, damn you! Would you adore me more if I were poor? All you want is to be a lovely widow. Almost time to lock the house. Then your party really begins. I wonder how it will end. And so endeth part one of House on Haunted Hill. Join us next month for the chilling conclusion. Will the ghosts come out? Is it really Mrs. Lawrence's party? Is everything we heard coincidence or something supernatural? Find out next month. That's all the time that we have now, Spooks and Spookettes. But rest assured, we will return for yet another feature of fright. As always, remember that as far as things go, when things go bump in the night, there are such things. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't log off yet, Spooks and Spookettes. Stay tuned for my interview with Nashville's own Boo Dudes. So, Spooks and Spookettes, we're here for the uh, second half of the show. Uh, this month, we are, spite, uh, excuse me, we are spotlighting the uh, Nashville-based Halloween band, The Boo Dudes. Oh. Very excited to have with me Jesse Boo and... Um, and I apologize. Gasly uh, Mike Hackenslash. Gasly Mike, that's right. Uh, for some reason, I was, I was going to say Mad Mike, but I, I feel <laughs> like that alliteration has been over and done, wouldn't you say? Uh, I would say so. I, I would say so, yes. Yeah, you're quite ghastly, but I mean that in the best way possible. Gentlemen, thank you very thank, much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on Counter of Wind's Feature of Fright. So, Really quick, uh, what are your uh, positions in the band? Like uh, the instruments that you play, uh, which one's the lead singer and so on? Oh, well, uh, basically it's, uh, it's, it's mostly me um, in that Boo yeah. Dudes is uh, centrally focused around me, my life events, things that are pertinent to werewolf issues, uh, the, uh, everything like that basically. He does play most of the music, yeah, However, I just, so he writes the songs, so he'll write the song and, you know, the one part of the song, which is, you know, basically the title. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. once that's written, he texts it to me and then I just fill things out, really. I just track, you know, write all the music and track all you the do instruments. do a good job. I, we'd give you write a Write all the lyrics, you know, but, you know, ultimately important. I can't do anything until he writes the song, it's which quite is true, the yeah. title. Yes, yes. And from, from everything that I've listened from you guys, you do do it well. Uh, you are an ex exceptionally great band. I love the musicianship. Thank you. Uh, Thank the, you. the concept comes, comes through quite well. But uh, for my audience, how would you best describe what Boo Dudes is all about uh, for, for a layman, for someone who has yet to listen to your music, which we will hear in a moment? Guys, we're about so anyways, we're really it's mostly what we're not about. And that would be uh, number one, marijuana, 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 number one. We're not about that. And uh, that's primarily uh, the foundation of what we're trying to get at with this organization. We're really trying to get we don't like to think of ourselves so much as a, a cult contemporary fright rock band so much as a. Uh, a reefer plague awareness group and so it's really just a platform we're trying to be a little more charitable this year perhaps maybe yeah we've had some rough uh times in the past years and this year we're back together doing it right spreading our anti-marijuana message and absolutely uh, yes the whole it's gonna be it's gonna be the greatest year of all time last year was a rebuilding year to be fair it was uh it was a rebuilding and a breaking down and rebuilding again kind of year so uh you said last year was sort of a, a year of rebuilding. I, I'm sort of curious, when did Boo Dudes uh, form? Okay, so it was countless eons ago, as I recall. Honestly, yeah, eons. I guess it has been eons. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's been eons. Um, really, uh, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. Um, we did... Uh, Meet, I suppose it was around the 1800s, Egypt? Uh... Um, no, I had been uh, stolen by archaeologists and sent to uh, It was UK in France. It was time. in France. Yeah. It was in oh, France. that's right. It was that's in France. Right. Napoleon brought him home from mm -hmm. the war. I forgot about and, that. Uh, so we met him. We've actually, we've, uh, 
just as a way to pass the time, sort of made music for years and years and just sort of had to wait for uh, technology to catch up before we right. could uh, and then record anything. for that technology to get cheap enough cheaper. for us to actually be able to access. Much, much cheaper. So uh, I guess 2013, 14, so? Yep. Wow. You know, it's such a small world. I actually met Napoleon. Oh, yeah. Short guy. Yeah. But, it, but it, it's funny because I was... Um, let shall we say romantically involved with someone, and I was trying Ooh, to get out the house, <laughs> and I was on her way outside of her home, and all of a sudden I see a giant army marching my way, and then a short little Frenchman came up to me and asked me which way Waterloo was. Mm -hmm. So, and we all know what happened afterwards. Of course, I didn't know until way later that it it was in fact Emperor Napoleon. But wow. Huh. What a small world, what a small right, world. Right, six degrees of separation, am I right? <laughs> That's what I'm I wonder if it's actually, I wonder if the rule actually holds uh, for, uh, for Kevin Bacon. Because, you know, they say there's six, uh, the, the six degrees of separation period. So I wonder, um, I wonder if there's six degrees separation between us and uh, Napoleon and then somehow it circles back to Kevin Bacon. I would say few, very, very few degrees, honestly. Napoleon uh, was known to cavort with uh, many frightful creatures of the night. Uh, so, so was Kevin Bacon. So was Kevin Bacon, oh. consequently. Of course. Now, let's see here. Um, how long, uh, now, uh, before you uh, all sort of united to form the Goo Dudes, had any of you played in any sort of uh, supernatural uh, musical group or, or band uh, before the 1800s or, or before 2018? I, yeah, I definitely have uh, played music for a long time. I mean, you know, when you are, you're, you've reached your afterlife, you finally come into your own, you realize probably going to be doing this for a while. You got to get a hobby. Of course, you got to get a hobby. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've been playing music, and uh, then he told me that he wrote songs, and I took a look at them, and they were just puns. And I thought I could work with this. We had a very different uh, definition of songs in uh, the 1600s. It was, uh, oh, yeah. I would say, more of a poetic edda, uh, which he provided a uh, fantastic uh, backdrop of music. For. Those were good times, though. Those were great times. Fantastic times. Great times. So, um, so in addition to uh, your music, uh, you have a, a YouTube show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Is that, a, is that a sore topic of conversation right now? Not anymore. I'm proud to say not anymore, but, well, it's, people were watching it and people have been liking it, so I don't want to take it down. It's, I have to be honest, I, I did catch just a little bit of it. Uh, I believe your first episode uh, several months back when I was prepping for this. Yeah, um, I thought it would be good for the band to start a YouTube channel and we would have The Witching Hour with the Boo Dudes, an hour long program every week to bring you the spookiest and thrillingest and chillingest things happening in Nashvillevania. Uh, but he didn't want to participate. He was is he doing his own thing? I can't judge him. I was for roped it. into it. Yeah, he was roped into it. I was kind of backed into a corner a little bit. Um, I made some choices. I made some decisions. Uh, sometimes we have to uh, do things that we don't do, you know, to take a couple steps backwards before we can move forwards again. Uh, I was living 
in a shed. Um, I was eating jerky mostly and uh unfortunately this part of the episode is not available on this platform however you can watch our full-length episodes by becoming a patron through our patreon page go to patreon.com dragoon to get the full hour-long episodes ad-free and a t-shirt for ten dollars a month or you can check out our full-length episodes by subscribing to troma now go to watch.troma.com and sign up for a 30-day free trial and $4.99 for the subsequent months. Enjoy our show as well as other trauma classics like The Toxic Avenger, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD, Cannibal the Musical, and so much more. Another way to support your favorite vampire is clicking the other link below to set up your free account through our new sponsor, Audible. Let me ask you, Spooks and Spookettes, who loves audiobooks? Your account does. How about podcasts or theatrical performances? I mean, that goes without saying. Audible allows you to listen to your favorite novels, as well as other forms of spoken word entertainment and podcasts, theatrical performances, and Audible originals that you cannot get anywhere else. Go to audibletrial.com today to sign up and get your first credit absolutely free. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash drahoon.